Welcome to the Hustle Sanely podcast, a show that equips you to get organized and boldly pursue your wildest dreams. Around here, we believe it is totally possible to pursue our goals without feeling burnt out, overwhelmed, or sacrificing our mental health and relationships. I'm your host, Jess Massey. Now let's get into today's episode. Welcome to another week of our Holiday Hustle series here on the podcast. I am back in my husband's office to record this week's episode. I've been recording the past couple in our master bedroom closet because, let's be real, I am a new podcaster. This is a baby podcast. We are learning. We are trying things. We are failing. We are growing. We are trying again. And to be honest, I just like how it sounds better in this room rather than in the closet. From like a quote technical standpoint, it sounds better in the closet because the sound is more compressed, but I don't know. I feel like it just sounds more like warm and welcoming and cozy when I'm in like a bigger room. And I don't know, it just feels like I'm sitting across from you guys at a coffee shop. I don't know. I can't explain it, but either way, we're learning, we're growing, we're doing new things. It doesn't matter. I am ready to get in to today's episode. Um, But I really hope over the last couple of weeks that you've been able to take away some strategies and tips to help you navigate the holiday season without feeling like a complete overwhelmed mad woman. I know this time of year can be a little bit crazy for people, a lot of bit crazy for people, and my hope has been over the last few weeks to just really teach you some really practical things that you can do to make this season more joyful for you and not so intense, you know? Today, we are talking about something that I am currently learning about and walking through myself, which is, drumroll please, the importance of rest. Which before I go any farther, I want to thank y'all for something that a handful of you mentioned over on Instagram. You guys seem to really appreciate that I don't share things like after I've accomplished them, but instead I share them as I'm in the trenches of figuring them out. So sometimes when I do this, I get imposter syndrome, which I can do like a whole nother episode on like imposter syndrome, what it is, how I handle it, all that good stuff. But um, I get imposter syndrome because because I don't feel professional or like I have any ground to offer products or advice or services to you guys if I don't really know exactly what I'm doing and I'm kind of just figuring it out as I go. But the fact that you guys recognize and encourage me in showing my journeys rather than my destinations is such a big deal to me. Um, I really do consider you babes my online BFF. So it feels natural for me to just share things as I'm going through them, like share the process of things rather than just like the final destination or the endpoint or the accomplishment itself. But Anyway, back to the importance of rest. Like I said, I'm currently in the thick of learning what it means and looks like to actually rest. I've heard so many stories from other entrepreneurs, moms, college students, pretty much anyone from any line of work, but I've heard stories about people working themselves until they were sick. I feel like personally, I've been on the brink of getting sick from overworking myself and uh, having a lack of true rest, to be honest with you. I feel like when a lot of people hear the word rest, they think of sleep, but girl, 
Girl, rest is so much more than just sleep. Is sleep important? Heck yes, absolutely. This girl loves her sleep. I am such an advocate of getting at least, at least seven hours of sleep per night. But there is a difference between rest and sleep. So according to dictionary.com, rest is ceasing work or movement in order to relax refresh oneself, or recover strength. And then on the flip side, this is also from dictionary.com, sleep is a condition of body and mind, such as that which typically recurs for several hours every night, in which the nervous system is relatively inactive, the eyes are closed, the muscles relaxed, and consciousness practically suspended. I don't know about you, but there have been seasons in my life where I get an adequate amount of sleep at night, but I still wake up not feeling rested. You know what I'm talking about. Your alarm goes off. It's like blaring in your ear. And instead of hopping out of bed, light on your feet, ready to conquer the day, you feel like you were hit by a semi-truck. Like you open your eyes and you're like, um, did I sleep at all? Why do I feel like I was just hit by a bus? Like I don't understand what is going on here. That right there to me proves that there is a difference between sleep and rest. To me, rest is a soul thing. Like rest is a state of being for your soul. This time of year is the busiest for a lot of people, but it's also the most joy-filled for a lot of people. A time to make memories, but also a time when our to-do lists are longer than our arms. It can be hard to prioritize rest when you've got 15 holiday parties to attend, cookies to make for your kids' bake sale, and a whole lineup of people who still need to be shopped for. Like, it is very easy to be busy this time of year. But here's what's up. Getting good quality rest allows you to do these kinds of things more efficiently. And on top of that, you get to do them with a more joyful heart when you're well rested. If you follow me over on Instagram, you probably know that I personally am coming out of a super long hustle season. I was sort of mentally prepared for it, but not totally. The first year of business is usually intense, but most people plan on starting a business so they can like mentally prepare themselves to be in a season of hustle. Well, y'all know that I started Hustle Sanely kind of on accident, so instead of stepping into the hustle, I was kind of swept away by it. And honestly, I didn't realize it until I was so far out to sea that I couldn't see any land around me. So this year has been a total rush. There have been months where I really did prioritize rest, but there have also been other months where I don't think I worked less than like 70 hours a week. And let me tell you, girl, I could tell a difference. Like seriously, it was a night and day difference, not just physically, but in my soul. I could feel when I was intentionally taking time to rest. So the real question today is how can we really incorporate rest when we are extremely busy? But hang on, before I start dishing out the tips, you know I got to keep it real around here. I want you guys to know I am still very, very much in the learning stages of resting, aka I am hardly a pro at resting well, but I'm always happy to share what I'm learning as I'm learning it. So here we go. I came up with four tips for resting when you're busy. So tip number one is define what rest is 
for you. I don't think that rest is a one-size-fits-all thing. My husband and I were having a conversation last week, actually, about what makes us feel rested. So an outdoor run really centers him and makes him feel like at peace. Um, But when I run, uh, I feel like my lungs are like knives in my chest. So I prefer to do something like grab a book and sit outside on the patio and just like soak up the fresh air and like get lost in my fiction book. I've started keeping track of times when I feel rested versus times when I feel frazzled. And I've noticed a very dominant pattern. So when I feel frazzled, I'm usually working morning till bedtime. I'm on my phone late at night or I'm staying cooped up in the house. I work from home, but it's still really important for me as a person to get out of the house and get some fresh air and be around other people. Like I love being home with my dogs all day, but like they don't talk back to me. So I can go a little bit crazy if I don't get out and get human interaction. Um, But I implement two types of rest, typically uh, long and intentional rest, and then quick, what I call intra activity rest. I think that both types are 100% necessary and the long and intentional rest is the one that I struggle with the most and I'm actively working on implementing more consistently into my life. To me, it looks like taking one to two full days off of work to be present in my relationships and checking in on my mental health. It's really, really easy for me to work around the clock because I can do a lot of what I do right from my phone. It really is a blessing and a curse that my home office is so accessible to me at all times. Plus, it's no secret that I'm a recovering workaholic, so put all of that together and you have a lot of temptation for me to constantly be working in some capacity. I have to be very disciplined in choosing to rest well for an extended period of time each week. I'm really good, which you might be too, at tricking myself into thinking that I'm resting. Like here's a dialogue that I have with myself. Oh, I'll just sit outside and get some fresh air dot, 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 while catching up on answering DMs. Or, ooh, I'm going to watch a movie, dot, 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 while working on designing the next product that is coming out. Just because I enjoy my work, it is still important to step away from it on the regular so I can be filled up and rejuvenated mentally and creatively. And the same goes for you. I don't care how much you love your work. It is so important for you to take a step back weekly, weekly to refresh and rejuvenate. The other type of rest that I am actually a little bit better at is intra-activity rest. I don't know if this is an actual thing or something that I made up, but this is where I schedule in breaks throughout my workday. About every hour or so, I like to step away from my laptop and leave my phone inside. I go out into my backyard and I just take a few deep breaths. I watch the dogs run around. I look up at the sky. Like I don't have any technology out there with me. It's just me and mother nature and my dogs. Of course, my dogs. Um, But almost every single time when I come back in, I feel more equipped to work through my daily tasks. It's seriously amazing what a little bit of fresh air can do for your soul. So to recap, tip number one for resting when you're busy is defining what rest looks like for you. 
Figure out what makes you feel rested. And remember, there's no wrong answer. So it can be hiking, reading, watching a movie, drawing, but whatever it is for you, do more of it. And that leads us right into tip number two, which is schedule it in and make it a priority. So real talk, your to-do list will never be complete, ever. To-do lists to me are like laundry. As soon as you finish folding and putting clothes away, you turn around and you see your husband's work uniform chilling at the bottom of the dirty clothes hamper. Can you relate? Please tell me I'm not the only one. You finish something and two more things are added to the bottom of your to-do list. You can either choose to be overwhelmed by this or you can leverage it as freedom. Freedom to know that no matter how many hours of work you put in, you're never going to get it all done. That's why you have to schedule in rest because it's not going to just happen on its own, girl. With how busy we all are, we will find something to fill time gaps that we have. I know I talk about it all the time, but I promise you it's because I'm so passionate about it and I put my whole heart and soul into creating it. But in the six-week Hustle Sanely coaching program, I have my clients draft up their ideal weekly schedule based on time tracking that I have them do earlier on in the program. They see where their time is actually going and then write out where they want their time to be going. Part of creating this ideal schedule is building in rest before you start tossing in your to-dos. I also have them insert spending time on their mental health and relationships into their schedule before their other responsibilities. Here's the thing. If you schedule these kinds of things in, they will happen. If you don't, they're not going to happen. Then before you know it, two months have passed by and you haven't been on a date or taken more than 10 minutes to reflect on your mental health. Girl, that is not good, not okay. Scheduling and rest is not hard. It just requires discipline. You have to guard that time because it is sacred. You resting allows you to show up as your best self. Okay, and I'm not telling you to set aside three hours a day to rest. Maybe you can schedule in 30 minutes a day of the intra activity rest and then devote one day completely off to rest and recharge and spend time with your loved ones, which actually brings us right into tip number three, which is getting other people involved. I'm willing to bet that you have people in your life, whether it be family or friends who cherish time that they get to spend with you who appreciate seeing you operate from a healthy place mentally. Tell these people in your life your rest schedule and ask them to check in and help hold you accountable. I bet they would be more than happy to take on this role for you because you can help them too. You can do the same thing for them. I know when I tell my husband that I'm not working past 6 p.m. because I want to spend time with him in the evening, he is so quick to be like, um, excuse me, get out of your office if I try to sneak in and do like one email or something. I've talked about this on the podcast before. 
but we were not created to do life alone. We were created for community and companionship. So don't be afraid to rope your people in, to ask them for help, to get them involved. That's why we have people in our lives. That like, I am not kidding. If one of my friends asked me to help them, like hold them accountable with their rest, I would be like, ooh, girl, I got you. I would be more than happy to do that. And I bet if one of your friends came to you, you would be more than happy to do that for them. So don't be scared to ask your friends to help hold you accountable to make sure that you are resting regularly and resting well. Hey, really quick, before we finish up this episode, I wanted to ask you for a favor. Can you please head on over to iTunes and rate and review the podcast? My team and I put so much work into creating it for y'all every single week, and it would mean the world to us to get your feedback. Oh, and guess what? Once a month, I choose a reviewer to send just a little thank you to. It could be a free coaching call with me, a tea from the merch shop, or a digital planner. So press pause, go leave us a raving review, and then imagine me hugging you right through your phone screen. All right, let's get back into the show. Okay, and then my last tip, tip number four for resting well when you are busy is understand the benefits and the impact of being truly rested. It is no secret that I have big dreams, and I'm sure you do too. I want to write books, create a paper planner line, and nurture this podcast so it will continue to grow. I absolutely cannot make these kinds of things a reality if I'm showing up day after day, burnt out and overwhelmed. When you show up with a sluggish mind, you spend your energy trying to force yourself to move an inch, whereas when you show up well-rested, you can spend your energy doing things that actually move the needle and you're able to make true strides toward your goals. So think about it. Most people who own successful businesses that I follow and that you follow, I'm sure, they talk about how they prioritize things like working out, meditating, journaling, spending time with their families. All of these are forms of rest. If you are plowing through your tasks from a place of being overwhelmed instead of rested, you're not going to bring your best work to the table, period. It can be tough to give yourself permission to truly rest, but when you do, you're giving yourself the chance to recharge, which allows your mind and creativity to work more efficiently when it is time for you to sit down and work. I want to share something that I personally am wanting to explore a little bit more, um, which take this with a grain of salt if this is not your jam, but it is on my heart to share it. So I'm going to be obedient and I'm going to share it. But I'm wanting to explore the idea of observing a Sabbath. So if you've ever been around church, you've probably heard the term Sabbath, and it's defined as a day of religious observance and abstinence from work. Abstinence from work. That means no working. And something that was brought to my attention recently, keeping the Sabbath day holy is one of the Ten Commandments. Um, Like we would not be cool committing murder or stealing, which are also part of the Ten Commandments. But for some reason, we don't think it's a big deal to not observe Sabbath, to not rest. But girl, it is a big deal. And we need to really lean in and start practicing true Sabbath rest. Like, hello, God himself rested 
on the seventh day after creating the earth. If God rested, we definitely need to be resting. You know what I'm saying? It's been really heavy on my heart lately that the more we push, push, push by working tirelessly without rest, the less space we're allowing for God to speak to us, teach us, and guide us. I believe that he's always doing these things, but if we're filling our schedules to the brim and not leaving margin for rest, we're going to miss what he's sharing with us. Plus, what I found to be true in my own life, when I am intentional about rest, I'm able to work less but accomplish more because when I show up to do my work rested, I can bring a sharp mind and a clear heart to the table. So to kind of wrap things up, I wrote down a list of books that go along with today's topic, and I thought it would be cool if I shared them with you. So get out your little paper and pencil or iPad and Apple pencil if you're a digital girl and write these bad boys down. So I own all of these books, but I haven't read all of them yet, but I'm planning to read them during this season of rest that I am entering into, which we will talk about after I list out these books. So the first one is the only one that I've read all the way through. I actually finished it today before sitting down to record this episode for you guys, but it is called Rhythms of Renewal by Rebecca Lyons. The cover of this book is beautiful, which I know is not the most important thing, but your girl can appreciate beautiful book cover art, okay? Uh, But this book, it has just taught me how to weave patterns into my everyday life that just help me to operate from a place of peace. So I would definitely recommend that book. The second one is called Do Less by Kate Northrup. I think that's how you pronounce her last name. Um, So I haven't read this one yet, and it was written for moms, which obviously I'm not a mom yet, but What kind of drew me into wanting to read this book is Kate likes to talk about our productivity in um, alignment with our monthly cycles as women. Um, And it's just, it seems really interesting to me. Maybe I'll do a whole another episode later down the road once I read it, but it makes so much sense that our body's like ability to be productive and our mind's ability to be productive is kind of contingent upon our periods. Like it makes so much sense. So definitely going to be checking that one out. I've heard great things. Um, the third one is called When Less Becomes More by Emily Lay. I adore Emily Lay and I love her other two books. So when I saw that she was writing one about when less becomes more to me, that just like screams rest. I was like, ooh, adding that to the list. And then the fourth one is by a guy named Jefferson. I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Beth Key, Jefferson Beth Key. I'm so sorry if I'm saying that wrong. But his book is called To Hell with the Hustle. And it has a big coffee cup on the front. And to be honest, I got this book for free from Target because they were having a buy two, get one free sale. And I saw that one and I was like, oh, hustle sanely to hell with the hustle. I'm going to throw it in my cart. When I showed it on my Instagram stories, so many people DM'd me and they were like, oh my gosh, that book changed my life. It's amazing. So I think that's the one that I'm going to read next since I just finished Rhythms of Renewal. And I'll make sure to keep you guys posted over on Instagram stories on how I like these books. But I feel like now is a good time to tell y'all that this is the very last 
Hustle Sanely podcast episode of 2019. I am taking the last few weeks of the year to get quiet and really comb through the back end of my business. So if you didn't know, my virtual assistant and I recently parted ways, which by the way, there's no bad blood there. She's actually one of my best friends in real life. Um, But I'm the only one with hands on my business at the moment, so I feel like this is a really good opportunity for me to just kind of comb through everything, like I said, and just get everything in the back end extremely organized. Um, So like I said earlier in the episode, this last year was a whirlwind in the best way, and I want to spend the last few weeks of 2019 planning for 2020 in the most intentional way possible so that I can show up and serve the Hustle Sanely squad as best as I can come 2020 and beyond. Um, But thank you guys so much for cheering me on and supporting Hustle Sanely this year. It has been such an honor and honestly so humbling to have the opportunity to create products and content with the intention to serve you guys and help you go after your dreams without sacrificing your mental health and relationships. I am so stoked to experience what is in store for 2020. Like, It's going to be awesome, and I'm just so thankful that we get to go through it together. Um, I'm already planning on the first episode of 2020 here on the podcast, and I'm going to share my word for the year because I choose a word instead of resolutions, and I'm also going to share how I plan on structuring my year to have the most joyful and productive year possible. So again, thank you guys so much for choosing to listen to this podcast week after week. I cannot wait to be back in January. I am Wishing you guys a Merry Christmas and a very Happy New Year. And I will be back rested and ready to roll in January. I so appreciate you tuning in to today's show. I hope it blessed you right where you're at. If you did enjoy it, make sure to take a screenshot of the episode and share it on your Instagram story. Tag me at Jess M. Massey so I can see it and even share it on my story. Your feedback is such an encouragement to me and it helps the show more than you will ever know. If you want more Hustle Seenly in your life, make sure to visit jessicamassey.com. It's actually my favorite place to hang out online. I'll meet you right back here next week, friend. Until then, keep hustling sanely.